Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The King and I with me, Dr. Spencer King from Emory University. I'm Ron Waxman from MedStar Health, Washington, D.C. Welcome, Spencer. Hey, Ron, it's good to be with you again. And uh, today, uh, I want to bring a topic that uh, maybe or maybe not be controversial. Uh, it uh, goes with uh, what's happening with the war with uh, Russia and Ukraine, and not necessarily the war itself, but the impact on that on professional societies, physicians, and maybe specifically cardiologists. I mean, they were um, not allowed to participate in medical meetings in Europe, uh, expelled from the ESC. I don't know to what extent. Um, I know that also the sports team from Russia are not uh, uh, allowed to participate in all the competition. Uh, but when it comes to medicine, uh, and I understand all the sanctions, uh, I wonder to hear what is your thoughts uh, specifically for this one, and then maybe we can talk on when physicians need to be involved in politics, or maybe they, they should not. Well, Ron, uh, before we get into what you know, we should do about uh, our cardiologist friends and in uh, Russia, for instance, and other places. Um, you know, in America, we sort of had the uh, luxury of uh, the war in Ukraine, sort of a, a, it's kind of a news item like all the other news items. It could be exciting one day until the, the, the congressional hearings get more exciting than the war drops off the page and something else pops up. But, you know, as opposed to a lot of uh, our colleagues, uh, you and I have, have been in wars and, you know, it's not a good thing. And uh, so I think uh, when I try to think about the role of, say, if I'm not running a meeting right now, but if I was uh, running a meeting such as the ESC or ACC or the uh, these kind of things, uh, and we have friends, we have, we know people in these countries. And for many years, we've had different, very different uh, political uh, views of countries and participated in their activities. I mean, we've, I've, I've participated in activities when it's pretty hot uh, uh, between uh, countries in, in the Middle East, for instance. And, uh, you know, we say, well, some people couldn't travel from one country to the other. And yet uh, I remember a meeting in, in, in uh uh, Jerusalem, uh, you were there, and and people were were came from uh, Egypt, and it was a big deal. It was a long time ago, and they were. It was it was kind of exciting because we were able to get colleagues, people to come, even though there was tremendous tension. Uh, you know, but I sort of think this is different. In uh, all these kind of things, uh, working in, in all over the country, all over the world, and going places, uh, you could put aside. I could put aside my opinions, the political opinions. What did I say? Look, we're talking. We're talking about advancing medicine, and this is about uh, the people, human beings. This is not about the countries and everything. So it was easy enough, I think, to put aside all those kind of uh, differences. Uh, but to me, uh, right now, uh, this uh, this aggression, this uh, very uncall, this uh, terrible aggression in in uh, in uh, Ukraine, uh, to me, is seems seems different. Uh, I still have the same feeling about the physicians in Russia, the patients in Russia. The, the, 
but uh uh you know people would say what if we were in a actual declared war what, what if this was uh uh world war ii and it was nazi germany and uh, we would not invite the german doctors to come to the thing well uh, you know we don't have wars like that anymore hopefully we we'll never will but we do have wars and this is a war and this war is uh one that uh, uh the united states europe uh, the european countries are are in it's a surrogate war but there's actual uh, doing all kinds of things to try to defeat the aggression that's going on in some way. And part of that, a lot of that is economic and some of it is uh, uh, political, like uh, blocking things. So, whereas I have a strong uh, feeling that medicine is, is, should exist and should go along and, and we should uh, educate each other and we should be um, uh, divorce ourselves as much as possible from from the political. Uh, th this, in my view, is a war, and there is a war effort, and the part of the war effort is sacrifice. And we're having to pay a lot for gas, and the people in Europe are going to have to pay more for gas, and all the kind. So there are sacrifices that that are involved trying to accomplish the goal of ending the war, and uh, maybe part of that sacrifice is that for a time being. Uh, we have to be uh, 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 go against our usual principles, which is to to welcome people from everywhere to to these meetings. And maybe the right the right answer is just as it is in sports. Uh, this is a, a kind of a a unified sacrifice, and it's a sacrifice on our part not to have certain people come. And it's uh, uh, but I think we have to play our play our role. Uh, in this, uh, because of, of the nature of it, it's not just political opinion or something. It is a overt uh, uh, crime against uh, the people of Ukraine, and uh, we're we're in it. Yeah, so I'll try to take a counterpoint, um, you know, because there are some, um, specifically on medicine, and I can give you some other examples, uh, like in wars, if you have to treat. Uh, a prisoner of war or someone in combat from the other side, you basically as a physician supposed to give him the best treatment as you treat your own soldiers. Uh, you don't discriminate even though that guy basically came to kill you or to, to shoot you and your family. Well, once you capture him, he's wounded and you know, I for, you know, in my career I had the opportunity to do that, but it's not only for me, that was the nature we always and also uh, almost most Western uh, armies will do the same thing. They would treat their um, enemies the same way that, even though they come to kill them. Now, so that was one point why I think medicine is a little bit different. The second thing is we have a lot of uh, individuals that living under an oppression regime. Um, you know, again, you can say that Russia is definitely one of them. Some people argue China is one of them. People don't really feel freedom um, under the CCP. And yet, um, it's not necessarily that they have any um, way that they can change the course. They themselves didn't make the decision. They maybe even didn't vote for their leader. 
but they have to carry the consequences that this is their leader, that this is basically in a totalitarian regime. And so not only that they live under this oppression or dictatorship, no matter how you call it, but now they're getting also, in addition to that, um, the, you call it the retaliation or the boycott or the impacts. I mean, they suffer from all the other sanctions um, that are imposed on the country. I understand that. But when it comes between peers, where does it stop? Or oh, it's never stop, in, in your opinion. No matter what, you, you're just not going to be um, reaching to anything. If they call you and ask you for medical help or for uh, equipment to um, some medical equipment uh, beyond even education, I mean, where, where do you stop or where do you start this boycott when you when you declare it? Well, uh, I don't think we're really that far apart. My, uh, uh, yeah, so taking care of the enemy soldiers, I've done that as well. Uh, but in taking care of the enemy soldiers and say, try to save a life, uh, I don't recall that in Vietnam we fixed them up and sent them back to shoot at us again. And I doubt you did that in, in Israel as well. Uh, uh, so there's a, there's a, there's a difference there. I, I don't think there's any, uh, I have no, no uh, qualms about uh, dealing with the physicians and in, in, in a, in a collegial way from uh, countries with very va vastly different uh, political uh, views and repressive, uh, authoritarian. I don't think this is, uh, uh, you know, what we're talking about is really the war of democracy against uh, uh, authoritarianism, uh, whatnot. Uh, I think what we're talking about here is uh, a uh, an effort to end uh, genocide. Uh, there is an actual a genocide going on in uh, Ukraine uh, that uh, the West, and not only the West, uh, but uh, most of the countries around the world are engaged in trying to stop. And uh, part of that stoppage is uh, part of the part of the attempt to do that, which uh, how successful it'll be, I don't know, but is 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 economic on the aggressor. And the aggressor is not the uh, people of Russia. The, uh, the aggressor is an individual. It's the it's the leader of, of the of the thing, so I I would say that uh, if we were if I translate this back to World War II, <laughs> I would have to say that uh, uh, if uh, instead of uh, going uh, uh, east to west, uh, the, the aggressor is going west to east, and they're going through Poland and Czechoslovakia, you know, and uh, the aggressor is. Uh, is Hitler, we would have said, no, we, we're going to do everything to inhibit uh, them and everyone would be asked to participate. Even even uh, the medical profession would be say, we, we're not going to provide uh, things to this aggressor. And uh, so to, to me, it's, it's, it's not, 
and, and all kinds of people are involved in this surrogate war. Yes, they're, they're countries, but they're all kind of small things involved. And I, I, I'll go back to Dunkirk. Okay, what, I, what saved the people at Dunkirk? It was a bunch of small things. It was small boats. They were rescuing people and trying to avoid uh, gen, uh, uh, a destruction of the British Army uh, by participation of all kind of uh, things. So in Ukraine, there are all kind of uh, uh, efforts going on to try to somehow bring this thing to an end. And uh, I don't think, I'm, I'm not, I don't believe medicine is how you bring it to an end one way or the other. I don't think if, if we... Uh, block the, uh, uh, we, I say, we, TCT, uh, your, your meeting, or the, or the, or the meetings that have had to face this because they have meetings come up uh, very soon, like, like uh, European Society of Cardiology, uh, have to, have to uh, participate like a, like a small boat at Dunkirk by, by doing this. It's maybe may a small, maybe it's a little symbolic, uh, but it, it, it does put the, physicians puts the cardiologist in the position of having to say something about this and uh, what can you say about it I mean you can go out and contribute uh, money to charitable relief and uh, hopefully people do this in all kind of ways but uh, saying uh, you know while this is going on you know you're a victim the, the physicians in Russia are victims of this guy and uh, they are being, uh, they're, they're bearing, bearing the brunt of this uh, as well. And part of that is uh, unfortunately that they're uh, not able to attend some of these meetings. Yeah, so I hear what you're saying. Uh, they're definitely the victim of the aggressor. They're not necessarily themselves the aggressor, but, uh, but it's a question of policy. And if you do a policy like that, then the question is, where do you stop? Because once you start this, and I understand all the rationale that you say. Um, what do you do in countries that you do have uh, other aggression against other countries? I mean, it does happen. I mean, it's not, maybe not in the scale that is going right now in uh, Ukraine, but um, you have. No, you know, there's, there's always, you know, when you make these, uh, you could say, well, we, we probably shouldn't have uh, let anybody from Rwanda come uh, during during the, the big uh, fight there, but I don't know which side uh, there we would block. And I don't know if there are any cardiologists there in the first place. So, uh, but there are examples you can come up with, I guess, uh, if you want to think about uh, Sudan, or you want to think about Yemen. Uh, and uh, there's some things going on and you could put the blame on, on some people that uh, maybe uh, you should say, uh, you could punch. I don't think it's the job of uh, organized uh, medicine or organized cardiology to try to figure out which which ones to do, which ones not to do. But but in this case, uh, uh, all of Europe and the European uh, uh, Society of Cardiology and all all the Euro European, first all the European countries, are in this uh, fight, trying to end this war, and uh, they meanwhile they're putting on a meeting. Uh, that involves all of them and, and also involved uh, the Russians are members of the European Society of Cardiology, but their country has gone off the rails. Uh, their leader has gone off the rails. And uh, so I don't know. I, th I think it's, you know, it's not a, it's not something that uh, will last forever.
uh, Putin won't last forever. And uh, but uh, maybe maybe it's easier for us to discuss it because we're not Europeans. Uh, yeah. But I, I do mention. I mean, again, you have this organization. Uh, the heart has no borders. I mean, they uh, they go everywhere. They go to missions. I mean, they 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 basically one of the missions is actually take the politics or the controversy out of this when it comes to medicine. Um, and, and you can argue, okay, well, we are all Americans. I mean, we know the sanctions that we have placed on Russia. We may think that this is not enough. There should have been done more sanctions on Russia. Uh, but that's why we have a government for. Now, why the society, and I'm not aware that the ACC made this distinction. I know that ESC did, but they said they're not going to allow Russians to physicians to attend the ESC. I'm not aware that the ACC made this uh, policy or AHA in the next meeting. But I, I, I'm not aware of it either. It's it's a it's a bit away in the spring for ACC, but they, but, but the American Heart is coming up pretty quick, so yeah. that will be a, an issue for them to to address. So, so do you think that they should uh, make the same policy as the ESC? And because now there is a policy in place, so there is a precedent. So if they don't do that, it may be perceived that they are not supporting ESC. If they do that, uh, so it, it is a dilemma because once you start this uh, game, or well, not a game, I mean the reaction. I mean, I, my feeling is that there is a government that represents you that they should do whatever they want to do if they decide. To, to more to participate more actively uh, and be sending s troops or whatever, which nobody wants this in the U.S. But that's them to decide. But it's the run, isn't it? Hypothetical because I mean, can people travel anyway? Can a Russian can the Russian doctor travel right now anyway? Are they are they as, as a Russian citizen? I'm not sure they can travel in any case. Uh, I'm not aware that they stop all the Russian airlines to travel into Europe. I mean, it's, uh, but I don't know. I mean, I'm, the principle here is that, uh, so what I was trying to say is that I don't think that this is the role of the societies to step into those conflicts. Uh, they should do whatever they should do as good citizens of the country. They should lobby within their representatives what needs to be done. I would rather them not take a political side, whether it's right or wrong, because, you know, in this case, maybe it's totally right. On the other hand, I can be criticized by saying that that you cannot stay, ignore what's happening and not saying, so your voice should be heard. So I'm not saying not hear the voice, but to take action, then it's becoming sometimes complicated. But uh, I mean, that's why I bring it to the discussion. I mean, I, I agree, it's, it's complicated. And certainly we've uh, we've we've uh, rung it out a bit. Uh, I'm sure there are uh, thousands of other opinions, uh, all shades of uh, shades of uh, gray, and and perhaps uh, some some would say it's absolute. But uh, uh, yeah, it's a it's a tough question. I think it's a temporary problem, and uh, it's just that uh, uh, if I was uh, a vote if I was a, uh, on the board of the ESC or something like that, uh, I'd have a hard time uh, uh, not going along with their decision at this point. Yeah, good. Uh, I think it's uh, it was good to bring it up. I, my feeling is that um, now that unfortunately we had this uh, war, uh, and hopefully that's going to be the last one, it will be end soon. But I think.
the societies has to kind of preemptive the policy before they come. So things are not going to come as a surprise. And having the discussion more on a relaxing uh, base, not under those horrific things that we see on TV, uh, and, and build up some policies when to intervene, when not to intervene. Uh, who should you boycott? Who should, should not boycott? Because I can tell you, I mean, there is there is never ending to this. I mean, uh, once you start this, and I know that also from Israel, I mean, some some companies are boycotting uh, uh, agricultural. They come from uh, the West Bank because it says it's occupied territories. And so everybody can have its own opinion and based on that react. And then when it comes to societies and to not only individual, individual, it's a separate story. But the societies represents a lot of people with a lot of thoughts. So I think it's time to think up front. What should be the policy? What should be the boundaries if things like that occur? And I'll, leave, I'll give you the last word. Uh, I think boundaries are an interesting thing, as we know. Uh, lines in the sand don't always work, and uh, I don't think there's any any way to set the rule, uh, the guideline. Uh, if if yeah, if we use a cardiology term, uh, let's uh, let's say they maybe maybe guidelines could be out there, but remember, guidelines are class one, class two, class three. Uh, there are probably uh, a, a lot of class two two A and B guidelines about what to do about situations like this where uh, it was not absolute. Thank you. And we'll leave it with that. And hopefully for next episode, we'll take something, uh, a lighter topic uh, as we're getting into the summer. So Spencer, happy fourth uh, to you and to all our listeners and those who are watching us. And um, uh, we, we hope to better days than the wars. Yeah, absolutely. Happy fourth of July to you as well. Thank you.